Please, sir, can you tell me your name? He groaned, the expenditure of even this much mental energy taxing him beyond the limits of his strength. I would rather not. She pulled the blanket back up to his shoulder and said gently, I already know that you're a king's officer who fell during the fighting near Concord. And I know that you're a Yankee, probably a rebel. Yes, but that doesn't mean we want to harm you, keep you prisoner here, or make you suffer any more than you already have. Heaven knows you've been through enough. We're good people, sir, and wish only to restore you to health. The girl paused a moment, as though having a difficult time trying to decide what to tell him next. Please, you suffered a terrible injury. I only want you to tell me your name so I can be assured that you are, well, functioning as you should be. Miss Layton, I am very weak. My head aches. It hurts to think even. Hurts even more to speak. I... I am not up to an interrogation. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be thoughtless. I was just concerned and, well, anxious after your well-being. Her hand briefly touched his shoulder, then she pulled back away from him. Shall I leave you to sleep, then? I suspect I have probably slept enough. He lay there drained of strength his eyes pinned shut beneath the weight of his arm. How long was I out? Three days. Three days? The doctor said you were in a coma. He lay there, too weak to even think about all that must have gone on in those three days, since tensions had finally exploded between the army and the Yankees. And where am I? Newburyport? about forty miles north of Boston. That made no sense at all to him. His memory struggled to piece together the maps he had seen of the colony. Wasn't Newburyport on the seacoast, and a significant distance from both Concord and Boston at that? If he'd fallen at Concord, what the devil was he doing up here? She accurately interpreted his silence for confusion. My brother was in the fighting at Concord, too. He brought you home to us after you were injured, she explained. This is where we live. My father's the minister of the Church of All Souls. I see, he murmured, not quite seeing at all. Who were these people? Why wasn't he with the troops in Boston? What the blazes was going on here? He lay there for a moment, arms still draped over his eyes, trying to make sense of things that made no sense at all. Will you tell me your name, sir? No, bugger it. She was a persistent little thing, and he was of no mind or strength to resist her determination. Charles! he rasped, turning over on his back. Charles Adair de Montfort. And then, hoping to head off any more questions he was too weak to answer, he added, I was born in the year 1752, 
My home is in Berkshire, England, and I am a captain of infantry in the fourth foot. He paused, exhausted simply by the effort of speaking. Does that satisfy you that I am still in control of my faculties, madam? Oh, yes, she breathed, and he heard the smile and relief in her voice. Oh, yes, indeed. But Charles was beginning to fear that he didn't have much to smile about. He had yet to open his eyes, and he wanted to be alone when he did.